Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah, you? I'm excited to be back uh, doing some recording for the show, talk some How I Met Your Mother, and it's a great day to do it because today, folks, is the 17th anniversary of the debut of how I Met Your Mother, 17 years ago, today, <laughs> September 19th, today is when it premiered. So I think it's a damn good time to come back. <laughs> Just to get things straight, you wanted us to go to the mall today? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to, we're, we're winding down on season two. And uh, we're going to be talking about the, the last couple of episodes here uh, over the next, you know, this episode and the next one. Uh, starting off with uh, episode 21, Something Borrowed. It's going to be a good time, John. It's going to be a good time. Is it directed by Pamela Fryman? Perhaps it is, sir. (laughs) And, dude, I know I'm excited. Uh, Like I said, when, because, you know, we're, you know, we're recording two episodes together at the same time. Um, I forgot how great the season finale was for season two. Because yeah. this is usually where I don't watch season one usually. I start usually at like season two ish. So yeah. Yeah. Fuck Marshall Molly's breakup. I want the wedding. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. Cause like that it was rough. The stuff that happened in season one was rough. And uh they they stick it out for the rest of this show because they were meant to be. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe. I think they're meant to be. I do. Definitely not scooter. Fucking scooter, Bill. Bill. (laughs) We'll get into that, folks. But yeah, so we are talking season two, episode twenty-one, something borrowed, uh, which debuted May seventh of two thousand and seven. Directed, as John already guessed, by Pamela (laughs) Fryman. Written by Greg Malins, uh, who previously wrote the episode Swarly. And, and we'll go on to write three more episodes, including Jenkins, which is a good one. Uh, and uh, yeah, and was also uh, a producer uh, on the show. Uh, he worked as a producer and writer on several other shows, including Will and Grace, Two Broke Girls, and Friends. So he's got a pretty extensive background. 
So the summary for both these episodes, I'll say this right now. I know we're doing them separately, but they're both very simplistic. I mean, I know there's not necessarily a lot going on in terms of like, you know, storyline. It's, it's like, it's a singular story realistically, yeah. but these plot line, these summaries are really simple uh, for both of them. So this one is Marshall and Lily are about, uh, are about to get married, but the wedding is becoming one disaster after another. That's it. Pretty wow. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to give anything away. Yep. A Bart, a Bart Simpson. <laughs> Dope. I know. <laughs> Dope. That's Homer. I know. All right. <coughs> so the episode opens with Lily and Robin getting things ready at the Van Smoot house for the wedding. Now, you guys may remember, those of you who have watched the show may remember the name Van Smoot. Any clue here, people? It's the captain's last name. I don't know if we ever actually find out if this is his joint or not. I don't know. That's a good point. You know, because like they've used that last name a few different times in this show. And I'm never sure if it's just like different members of the family or if it's all the captain. I have no idea. But I, I think I would like to imagine that it's all the captain because then I it would, would like it would tie him into their lives so much more. I was going to say, I could see it being the captain. Yeah. I mean, he owns a lot of stuff. So. You know, nice little place like that. I wouldn't shock me. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, hey, maybe he he sticks some pineapples around there. I don't know. <laughs> as long as he's not putting it on pizza. That's true. Uh, probably just lost half our viewership, just saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great, now uh, we got one viewer. Yep. Uh, so Lily says to Robin that it looks exactly as she planned. But future Ted, he has something to say about that. So we flash back eight months. Uh, the gang is at the bar and Lily is talking about what she wants to do for the wedding. And it's nothing like what we saw here uh, at the beginning. She she wanted a small outdoor wedding, of no more than 25 people, uh, just friends and family with an acoustic guitar playing. And Barney even says he would officiate uh, this wedding for them. Then we flash to six months before the wedding their guest list has grown to triple digits, thanks to Lily's mom. Then five months before the wedding, Lily says uh, it'll no longer be outdoors because Marshall's dad is afraid of getting mugged if they do it outside. Now, I want to take a quick pause here because I don't know if you noticed, as you watch both these episodes, none of Marshall's family is there. Yeah, I thought about that. And, yeah. like, I was like, you don't ever see his dad or his mom? Nobody. Yeah. Like, I, we see we see a couple of, like, we see, like, Lily's uncle. We see her grandma, who we've seen before. Yep. But we never see any of Marshall's family. Brothers. Yeah. Parents. Nobody. I thought Which, that was a little weird. Yeah. And, and, I mean, them pointing out the fact that it's because of Marshall's dad that they have to have it indoors... And we don't even see them. It's because it's not like we've never seen them. They've been on the show. Yeah. So like they've already introduced these people, but I don't have any idea why they just weren't there. Maybe they couldn't get anybody for a recording. Maybe I, I don't know. It's 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 weird, and it kind of it 
it stood out and was very awkward seeming to me. I don't know. But is what it is, I suppose. I was going to say, I thought about it while I was watching it, where I was like, you know, because you see Grandma again. Yeah. And I was like, huh. But at the same time, you don't see Lily's dad at the wedding either. Well, we learn later on that she didn't invite him. That is true. Yeah. But you think with her mom inviting people like Scooter, that she might have at least thrown her dad an invite? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, you know her dad. like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know. I, I don't know. But uh, it, it's just, I don't know. And like, once I realized the Marshalls family thing, I couldn't stop thinking about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, after the first episode, after this episode, when I got into the reception episode, I'm like, where, where the hell are they? You know? Yeah. And I, I kept looking for them. Never. It, you know what it kind of reminds me of? Do you remember when in Scrubs, Turk and Carla get married and Cox and Jordan missed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then when they finally show up, they show up to the reception and Jordan's like, as long as you keep it vague and say something like it was a beautiful ceremony, nobody will ever know. Yeah. And Cox is like, it was a beautiful ceremony. And Carla's like, really? Today you're going to fuck with me? And he's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if like maybe Marshall's parents thought to do the same thing. Maybe. Like, maybe they thought their- it was like, maybe they thought it was like the following weekend. Maybe. <laughs> uh, how like, embarrassing what? would that be? That, oh, yeah. That would be. That would be. You're like, oh, it was funny. that day? Shit. Oh, man. Well, that's going <laughs> to suck. Yeah. We got you a bread maker. <laughs> we got you a toaster. A t- <laughs> That's our fifth toaster today. Uh, so three months before the wedding, uh, the acoustic guitar player uh, has dropped out and is now uh, going to be a harpist. Yeah, but that's yeah. weird, though, because they talk about an acoustic. Sorry, they talk about an acoustic guitar player. What happened to the fucking band they booked? Yeah, they don't. They never do have a band. No. Yeah, no. And that was the whole point of the episode, like, two, three episodes ago. They sneak into the prom mm-hmm. so that they can book the band. Yeah. I I, I remember. Uh, but if you if you notice during the reception, they definitely have a DJ. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> Thanks to Ted Mosby, probably. Ted Mosby. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, no band at all. Um, but now they have a, a harp player. Barney said... <laughs> Barney says that he would love to cross harp player off his list. And Marshall asks him how long this list is. Well, Barney does not reveal that. And when, hold on. Go ahead. And when Lily says the harpist is also pregnant, Barney's excited to cross that off his list too. Well, I love that. Like when he, Marshall asks him how long the list is, he's like, I don't know how long the list is. I'm not the kind of guy to chastise that. And I'm like, (laughs) or however he says it, it's not chastise, but. Yeah, essentially, he's not counting pages, and I'm like, pages? Like, damn! <laughs> yeah, but it's like, he may, maybe he doesn't want to reveal his, that list, but he definitely reveals his number later on in this show. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so he's he's, de- like, he, he's not afraid of that, at least. And we 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 know he's got like a, uh, like a, a map of the countries or whatever that he's going oh, yeah, through yeah. as well. he's... At some point, he gets uh, the girl from like so- the Romania. 
something like that. But yeah, like he's he's cross, he's going through a whole map. But he's I want to yep. see this list. I want to know how extensive this. I list wonder really if is. the list is also broke down that way. Maybe. Where it's like you know, like he's got like continents and like different professions. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Maybe I mean it's got to be it's got to be a lot. I mean, Do you have a list? I don't. No. I don't, no. I'm shocked. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't get enough. You know, I don't get enough played for me to have a list. <laughs> that's no okay. <laughs> uh, that's probably good, John. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> Uh, so, so after the opening, that was all like the the opening before the credits, yeah. the opening credits. Uh, after the opening uh, theme and everything, we are back at the wedding venue. It's an hour and forty two minutes before the wedding, and the harp player comes in with her harp, and she is very pregnant. Not just pregnant, but like ready to pop at any moment. Kind of. Oh pregnant. yeah, like she's fucking like past mm-hmm. due. Yeah, yeah. They she reveals that she was due. Last Tuesday, not this Tuesday. She she's ready to go. Uh, oh, Robin, sure. Yeah, Robin is freaking out. She you know she thinks she's gonna have this baby during the wedding and everything. But Lily is suspiciously calm about all of it. Listen, I love that Lily tries to hold her shit together for as long as she can. Yeah, because that is how I would expect Lily to be. Eh, it's okay. Eh, it's yeah. okay. And then finally, it's the one little thing, and she's like, God damn it, nothing's fucking going right. Ah yeah. yeah, she just she lets that she lets it bottle up until it just pops, just just like that pregnant lady's about to. <laughs> <laughs> uh then we head over to the wedding bar, and uh the bartender is there, he's setting up. Barney tries to order a drink, but is denied. Uh Bar this guy's kind of a douche, by the way. Yeah, I thought the same like, thing. I was like there's a nice way to say the bar is not open yet, and then yeah. there's this guy. And I'm going to also say this: he's like, "Oh, I'm not, a, I'm not allowed to accept tips." Bullshit. Right. I've been to many weddings that have had bars, and I've never seen one where the bartender is not allowed to accept tips. Right. Ever. So like, I'm call. I think he's just being a dick. You know, I really think that's all it is. <laughs> He must make a lot of money if he's not allowed to uh, accept tips. And if that's the case, well, then they're overpaying him. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it from Josh, people. Overpaid bartender. Overpaid bartender. Uh, Barney then goes to Lily's room, uh, tells them how he, you know, he struck out with his heart player. Uh, I don't remember what the line was that he tried. (laughs) Want to pluck? Want to pluck. That's what it was. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Did not work for him. Uh, and then he asks about some guy named Bill. And so we flash back to the wedding bar right after Barney's interaction with the bartender. And a random guy comes up to him asking him uh, where the part in the wedding that people can object to will be. Barney tells him that that's not really done anymore. But if you if this is like your first time kind of watching through this show and you have uh, a keen eye and you've been paying attention. You should recognize who this is. Yeah. Because he has been on the show before. Yes. But it's the same actor. Uh, He's been on the show, uh, I think, twice, I believe. um, I believe. Already. Uh, And this is none other than Lily's ex-boyfriend, Scooter. Uh, Scooter! And it it is revealed to be that case as Lily asks 
if he looks like he tried to be an umpire but failed, which I thought was a great reference to pull back from, because they they talk about this in the the prom episode. Yep. Yeah, where Scooter's dream of being um uh, being an umpire. Uh, <laughs> so I well, I love that we then learn that he failed at that. I, but I love Barney's response to the question. Yeah. You know what? He did look like that. He did. <laughs> like, that would be like me being like, hey, Josh, did you see that guy that looks like he could be homeless, but like maybe he's got money stored in an offshore account? You're like, I did see that guy. Like, <laughs> yes, it's very specific. <laughs> uh, Barney then offers to go get Lily glass of wine, which I thought was interesting because he literally just struck out at, at the bar. With yeah, this, with this bartender guy, and yet he's willing to try again, not knowing what you know, what superpower, as he calls it later on, he's about to to get. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he heads off, and we learn uh, that Marshall is about to get his hair cut by Lily's cousin, but she, but Lily is worried that uh, she's gonna cut it too short. Yeah, and I love Bar- I love Barney's line to this though too. Mm-hmm. Same. I couldn't <laughs> sleep. <laughs> He's such a sarcastic dick, and I love it. <laughs> Though I I might respond the same way. You know, depends on the mood I'm in. Uh, so then, after Barney leaves, Scooter shows up, proclaiming his love for Lily, saying he wants her back. Because you know what, John. He's on her hook. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we're Forever. seeing, oh yeah, and we're seeing shades of that right here. Uh, that he is still firmly attached to that hook. Yeah, even though she has no feelings towards him. Yeah. He's like a cute little teacup pig. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Uh, so at the bar, uh, Barney asks the the douchey bartender for a glass of wine. Gets shot down again. That is, until he mentions that it's for the bride. And this guy's like bending over backwards to do whatever the fuck Barney asks him, including running to the store for almonds. And yeah, like, which I thought was kind of dumb. Like, oh, I guess I could run down to the corner store. Oh, okay. Then do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get why I get Barney doing it because he wanted to see what else he could get. Oh, yeah. And then the dude offered, and he's like, yeah, go do that. Like get the hell out of here, bro! Just and then and after he does leave, Barney steps behind the bar and makes himself a drink. Well, yeah, because he never finishes Barney's drink. He literally That's like true. pours Lily's glass of wine and then like, oh yeah, I'll go get those. Bam! Yeah, and and completely does not make the scotch and soda. I think that's what it was that he was like uh, drinking. Something uh, like that. So then we go back to the room. Scooter is still there, uh, and he's about to read her the lyrics from November Rain. <laughs> I, I thought that. Was an amazing little little reference. It's like I want to read you this poem called "November Rain" from W. Axel Rose. Yeah, I love that he actually calls him that too by W. Axel Rose, and I'm like, what the fuck? I forgot about that entire line. It was like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I, I I loved it because, like, I mean, you know me, I was a big fan of that song back in the day. So, like, it, I love that it popped. I had forgotten about it totally. <laughs> And so it was great just having that pop back up. Uh, then uh, right before he starts reading, Brad walks in uh, saying Barney told him that she wanted him to bounce some guy named Scooter 
Scooter looks at him and then just takes off. Dude, he runs. Yeah, he does. And, and he's like, hey, what's up with Bill? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, that was Scooter. He's like, I got this. And he just takes off after him. And there's a whole thing with Brad, which is hilarious throughout this episode. <laughs> so no, many I, things. I think it's the second part when he comes in that does it for me. Yeah. When he comes in, like he's in Marshall's part of the without area. without the shirt, without the shirt, he's just yeah. like, you think you put a shirt back on? Nah, I'll be okay. Nah, yeah. like, like that's just total fucking macho right there. Like he's not good. He's too funny. They the stuff that they do with him throughout this show, throughout the whole series, really is is really funny. I, I think that he that the he should do more comedy personally. He really should. I think the thing that's really funny is is this is still early enough that he hasn't hit uh, his role as LC yet. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He wasn't on True Blood yet. And then from there, because like he goes through a body transformation between the point where he's at this point in the show to LC, mm-hmm. and then once he does LC, he becomes like the jacked up Joe Maginello we all know. Yeah, and then like. He comes he, back to the he show comes that ba- way, Yeah, he comes back uh, w- later on. Frog in, Lake. In Frog Lake and everything. And, he, and he's he's got that whole look, the beard, the long hair, yep. the, the buffness. Like, yeah, 100% completely yeah. changed. Yeah, he's, he's one of those actors that, like, there's not many people, like, like, okay, prime example is, like, I would love to see him do a comedy with the guy who plays uh, Pimento on 9-9. Oh, my God, he's hilarious, yeah. I think the two of them... Because they've got that similar look, I think they'd be hilarious together. Yeah, they they could be like brothers. It could be just like this weird, this weird, <laughs> funny brother comic, dude. It writes itself. Let's just—it needs to be made. Come on, guys. I might tweet that later. I'm just saying. See? Keep see? an eye out for that, folks. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Tag me in that tweet so I get my fucking uh, my credit. Woo woo. Uh, so as the guests are kind of filing in, Barney uh, spots a cutie and asks her for her number <laughs> because he wants to, said. he wants to, you know, uh, test some stuff out, you know, <laughs> but when she says no, he says it's for the, for bride. the bride and it works. She's like, let me get a pen. And she gets right up and, and heads out. Then we get 40 minutes until the wedding. Lily is in her dress now, trying not to cry. Uh, and to prevent that from happening, Robin blurts out that she has hairy nipples, even though she doesn't. I mean, it, it distracted Lily. I have hairy nipples. Oh, man. That's, that's, you wouldn't expect that. But, I mean, I guess maybe from Robin you kind of do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, then Brad comes back in. This is the first time he comes back. Tells Lily that he accidentally tackled the photographer <coughs> in his chase for Scooter, but he's got this sweet ass p- camera phone, John. Yeah, he does. Uh, it looks like a look- early edition BlackBerry. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think it was like a BlackBerry, which means honestly, the pictures aren't gonna be that good. Like, come on, man. I mean, if you remember the two thousand six, two thousand seven photos on a phone. Like, you thought you were getting good photos, but, I mean, they were fucking pixelated, and they were... I don't even think the iPhone, the first iPhone had come out, because I think, I think, because it came out that same year, but I don't think it came out till later in the year. So, like, the first iPhone hadn't even come out yet, and so, like, cameras, camera phones were not, were not very good. No, no, not at all. (laughs) And, like, Blackberry's like, come on, folks. Let's, let's give the times. 
Uh, <laughs> so, so Robin again freaking out, but Lily, Lily still she's calm, man. Nothing, nothing's bothering her. And then everything else starts to go wrong. The flowers are going to be late. Uh, they find her veil in the parking lot, and it's filthy. The heart player's water breaks. Then Robin tells Lily that she forgot her bridal panties. Lily starts off calm here, but then she herself starts listing everything that's wrong, and she just starts freaking out. She loses it. Just completely loses control well, I mean, of everything. It's understandable, but here's my big question, okay? Because mm-hmm. you've you've done the Mary thing. Yeah. How the fuck do the flowers show up late? Dude, I don't know. Cause <laughs> I don't know if if there was just a problem with the florist. Uh, but I sure as hell wouldn't be paying if that's what's happening. I was gonna say, could you imagine that today with like Yelp and all the, like the oh, review yeah. things? Yeah. That would that would be horrible. Oh yeah. Like no, no freaking way. But I also wouldn't be just letting my parents just change everything about oh, no. wedding, you know. No. And, and that's what Lily did. She let like they wanted an acoustic guitar, but they're like, "Oh, my dad knows this. He has a friend whose daughter is a harp player." And it's like, oh, "Oh, well, good for them." <laughs> but I don't want a harp player at my wedding, like unless it's free. I mean, I might, I might bend if it's if it's free. completely free. Maybe, maybe. Same with the with the venue. Like, sorry, Marshall's dad, we'll set you up in a tent and you can just hit, rock out in there. But first off, it's Van Smoot though. You don't <laughs> fucking pass on Van Smoot. Yeah, but and that's another thing. It's like they were going to have it outside, right? But they needed to do it inside because of Marshall's, and then they got Van Smoot because of it somehow, and it's like. I don't know. It just seems like... Well, no. They had Van Smoot the whole time. No, I, gonna... I I understand that, but it's like you go from outdoor to be like, let's try and book the probably most expensive place we can find. Oh, yeah. See, you know what I mean? It just seems crazy. Like I'd be like, if you guys need it inside, then you're going to pay for it. Well, that's the thing I don't understand. So you've got a place <laughs> like Van Smoot and you were going to marry outside anyway? I'm wondering if she had wanted the outside before they booked it. I, but, I mean, what I don't understand is, is it private property? Because couldn't you just, I mean, I guess you couldn't just show up and have a party there. Oh, yeah. Like, that, yeah. yeah you couldn't just do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's like, what I, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. I'm not paying you guys like $10,000 to show up and have a small party outside. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think they were going to have the outside wedding outside the Van Smoot. I think the, I don't think that when she wanted the outside, I don't think it was even part of it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd have to go back and see and figure out what the time frame was from when they booked it, because I believe when she was saying I want an outdoor wedding when they were during that scene, it was eight months before the wedding. So I'd have to go uh, back and see where. The, the the Van Smoot episode falls in in with Fair. where the wedding is now, in order to to figure all that out because yeah because then I think it was six months or five five or six months before the wedding when they when she said that they had to do it inside. Oh uh, yeah, so fair. So, but yeah, it's something to look into. It's very possible it's continuity error. You know what I mean? I mean, but, they make small ones here and there. It's yeah. nothing major. 
Yeah. Maybe we're just overthinking it. That's all. I mean, that's definitely possible. <laughs> uh, so because Lily's freaking out and everything, Robin suggests going outside to feel a little bit better. And she, Lily's like, how's that going to make me feel better? And she pulls out a pack of cigarettes. Pack we know of cigs. That, that's what Lily does when she gets super stressed. We then finally switch over to the guys. We had not seen them. Nope. Uh, the only person we'd seen was Barney. We had not seen Ted or Marshall uh, on this day yet. And now we finally switch over there. Marshall, he comes in uh, to the room all panicky. He's wearing like a towel on his head. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. And Ted asks him what's wrong. And Marshall reveals that Lily's cousin gave him frosted tips. Yeah. I mean, there's worse things that could happen. As we I see mean, they didn't momentary. look horrible. I mean, they didn't look great, but yeah, they didn't. They didn't look again. There's worse things, you know. <laughs> Much <laughs> run down to the store and get like some of that uh, washable hair, spray, you know, paint, what stuff, you know, that they do for Halloween, and just like paint his hair brown or whatever. I mean, I great. don't understand why they freaked out so much when instead of getting the the hair paint, why not just run down and get a quick dye kit and dye his hair really quick? Well, that takes longer. I mean. I'm just saying because there there wasn't a lot of time left. You know <laughs> what I mean? I think there was like 40 minutes, half an hour ish. Listen, I'm just saying, wedding. you do what you got to do. Why <laughs> oh, Marshall they just, does what he did, what he has. Why didn't they just snip the tips of his hair? Well, I mean, they hadn't gotten to that point. Like Marshall was still freaking out, and they were talking through it. And then, as <laughs> we see. Um, <laughs> I said, oh, I have it actually written. 17 minutes before the wedding is when this had the, the heart. We first we see the heart player having contractions. Then we they flip over to Marshall and he's freaking out about his hair. Then we see the haircut and everything go down. And we <laughs> find out how it happened. She she says, Yeah, I could give you some cool guy tips. He thinks she's talking about advice. It's like, I don't think I need advice, but yeah, lay it on me. <laughs> and then because uh, like they keep jumping around with this with this section, Barney says he'll take care of it uh, because he has this new superpower. He leaves. Uh, he goes out to where the guests are. Yeah, he has some tension in his shoulders. Yeah. He's like, the bride needs um, you to uh, massage my so- my shoulders, and like, and uh, what was two? Mm-hmm. And he just completely forgets why he yeah. went out there, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, and then we go back. Ted's trying to comfort Marshall, but Marshall freaks out and sh- grabs the sh- uh, the shaver, which I don't know why it's just sitting there, and just shaves a strip right down <laughs> the center of his head. And oh man, it is not good, man. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> it is. Uh, and then he freaks out and starts blaming Ted for letting him do it. And I love Ted's reaction throughout this whole thing because, like, he can't stop. Like giggling about it. I mean, <laughs> like even when Marshall's like yelling at him and blaming him, he's got a big smile. And I'm curious if that's what Ted was supposed to be like, or if that was Josh Radner not being able to hold it in. Uh, yeah. Good question. Because like I don't know if I could hold it in. Because well, I'm so, pretty sure he actually shaved his head. Yeah, but you know what's really funny about it though is that and. Again, people, if you're listening to this and you don't know that we do spoilers, spoiler alert, there is a future there's a future 
episode where they're it's the the thank you note and giving the gift. Mm, yeah. And they flash back to Marshall writing a thank you note to Ted for his present from the wedding, and he's regrowing the small strip of hair. And I'm like, oh my god, I re- I'm like, they fucking added that in there, man. Yeah, it's those are the little things that make this show just amazing. You know, the, the that detail, that level of, of detail in the continuity that they're like, you know, three, four, I don't even know how many seasons later it was. They're like, okay, we're going to, you know, show him writing notes and we have to make sure he has that hair, you know, because that's where it was. And they did it. Uh, I, I love that whenever they do stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Ted then goes out to try to find a solution. Uh, and he runs into, I think it's Lily's uncle. I don't remember what his name was. Um, he, he's got an obvious toupee on. You can, you can yeah. tell. And uh, Ted, you know, he subtly, subtly tries to get it from him uh, to convince him to give it up, to admit to having one in the first place. But the guy refuses to admit that he's wearing a toupee. And I love Barney just walks up, snatches it off his head. He's like, it's for the bride. And just bride. walks off. I'm just like, that's what Ted should have just done. He should have been like, sorry, I need this for the bride. Boom. Out the I door. mean, the fact that like he nicely tried it the way he did, I he respect did. it. But like, yeah, that guy was, was not giving him an inch. No, man. not even a little bit. Uh, so Marshall puts the toupee on and it looks ridiculous. Horrible. <laughs> and he tries to like, he tries to pretend like it looks okay, but eventually he's like, no, this thing is is terrible. Uh, Horrendous. And then we get John's favorite Brad moment. <laughs> he walks in without this shirt. Yep. He's like... And this he guys... reveals he tackled the caterer. Yeah. That's why he doesn't have a shirt on anymore. So now he's tackled the photographer and the caterer. All it's because like, of Scooter, though. All because of Scooter. Thanks, Lily's mom. Right. Yeah, I blame her. This, this is where uh Brad reveals to Marshall that Scooter is there. Yeah. And Marshall's like, What? Ah and so they decide to take a walk outside just to calm the nerves. Yeah. And on this walk, they run into none other than Lily and Robin. Yeah. Uh, Marshall and Lily tell each other about all the problems that they've been having. And then Ted makes a, a rather great suggestion here. You know, he has those once in a while. <laughs> and he suggests just get married right here, right yeah. now. You know, it, it, it'd be much more like what they wanted in the first place. It's outdoors. It's a small group. It's just their friends and family. Barney can officiate. And they they like the idea. Um, Lily sees a, a gardener and she runs over and asks him to borrow uh, his hat. And I love this because they're like, hat. We thought of authentic Native American headdress before we thought of hat. Yeah, because they were thinking of ways to cover the the spot. Uh Unless you have one in your car, stop recommending authentic Native American headdress. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, hat. Hat would have been... He didn't even... If he just hadn't freaked out and shaved his head, maybe they'd have come up with a hat. Maybe. He looked pretty good. And the hat... uh, is originally shown in the previous episode. Like they, they showed that and them at the wedding and he's wearing a hat and future Ted's like, you know, I'll, I'll explain that oh, later or yeah. something like that. Yeah. 
And now we know why Marshall's wearing a hat at their wedding. Well, uh, it's funny because there was stuff I noticed anyway about the whole wedding parties and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, did you notice that all the bridesmaids were wearing lilac, which yep. is purple? Purple. Yep. I think I think we saw them last episode as well. Yeah. And 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 mentioned that, but yeah, like throughout the back half of this episode and and the stuff in the next episode, Robin's wearing a purple dress, and we we see what we we for people who know. We know what happens next episode. Like we see it all. We um, know, and so that purple, it's it's there for a reason. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know who the costume uh, person was uh, on this show, but they did a fantastic job with all the these colors. Whether they did it on purpose or not, I yeah. don't know. I I can't. I I find it hard to believe that it wasn't at least somewhat on purpose. You know, what I, I would mean? have to agree. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, so Barney officiates the wedding, uh, and he gets really emotional here. Something you don't usually see from Barney. It's it's a beautiful ceremony. Um, then the gardener starts playing the acoustic guitar. He just had a guitar with him apparently. Starts playing and, and made it like this perfect moment for Marshall and Lily. Is it, it was it's the wedding that they wanted, you know? Yeah, and I I thought it it was great. It's one of my favorite. TV weddings is this part portion of it um, just because how intimate and, and beautiful it, it winds up being. Um, they say their vows from their heart. Cause they had, you know, forgotten their, their vows and everything. It's funny. Cause I remember there's a much later episode where it's revealed that Marshall got his vows off the internet. The ones that he actually like, yeah, had, like had with him. So it was not, I guess it's nice that he had to uh, just do it from the heart because otherwise it would have been something random. I think we do eventually see the vows because we don't see them at the the quote unquote fake wedding. Like they skip no. over that. Yeah. Um, but I I from if I'm not mistaken, they actually in a later episode show that scene. Um, I think so. We, so. We I know they to, at least reference it a couple times. So we get to uh, see his you know internet vows, <laughs> which is I think pretty funny. Uh, then Robin, Robin finds the bridal panties in her purse. And I don't know if you noticed this, John, but they're huge. I mean, they were definitely decent sized. Like, I don't think they would have fit Lily. I'm just putting that out there. They were big. (laughs) (laughs) Did you skin a cheetah? Yeah. Like huge panties. And they did say property. You can see that it said property. Yeah. Yeah. I thought was hilarious. Uh, then they head back inside for the other wedding, which takes place over the next episode. Uh, well, it kind of takes place in between because we, yeah. when we get into the next episode, it's the, it's the reception. Uh, and then the episode ends with Lily and Marshall in a bathroom about to have sex. And Ted, who's in one of the stalls, asks them not to. Yeah, I uh, love that. Would you rather have hotel sex or bathroom sex? Bathroom <laughs> sex. Please don't. Uh, obviously, very reminiscent of their first time when they were in college, and Ted was on the bottom bunk, top bunk. Was it top bunk? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah top bunk. Yeah, it's physics. <laughs> if the bottom bunk, the top bunk moves yeah. too. You want to do it again? Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> uh, I love that. So that was the episode, season two, episode twenty-one. Something borrowed, John. What are your thoughts? 
Uh, final thoughts on the episode. Man, I always love this episode because I love the wedding. Like, I yeah. love the everything that goes down, all the little shenanigans, all the misfires. I love Marshall fucking buzzing his head. Yeah. Um, and so then I, I like you. Obviously, I like, you love... You love Brad. <laughs> I mean, I think Joe Manganiello is just a phenomenal actor, and I don't think there's anything that man does that isn't ever funny. Yeah. So true. I mean, he's just he's hilarious. Great. He is. Like I said, he needs to do more do more comedy. <laughs> yeah, I love this episode. Uh, I, I'm so happy that we finally got to it and, uh, and and are able to talk to it. And I'll be excited to talk about this season finale when we get to it. Uh, but before any of that, folks, it is that time. It is time for Barney's blog. Suit up, bitches. That's right. All right. So this edition of Barney's blog is called It's for the Bride's Scavenger Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> and written Tuesday, I like it already. Yes. Written Tuesday, May 8th of 2007. Uh says... Ah, weddings. Like death and taxes, it is an unfortunate inevitability that some of your friends will foolishly throw away their youth and innocence and their freedom for an attempt to assimilate into societal evils that is holy matrimony. Sure, an open bar is always a treat, and bridesmaid hunting is like shooting fish in a barrel, but the monotony of weddings gets old real quick. Just because your friends have chosen a lifetime of suffering... Uh, why should we have to suffer for an entire day? At my friend Marshall and Lily's wedding, I stumbled upon an interesting phenomenon. When the bride needs something, you immediately get it. It got the old wheels spinning, and I came up with the ultimate wedding time passer. It's for the bride's scavenger hunt. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, and then, <coughs> then they uh, added a map for this scavenger hunt, which I'm going to put up uh, on the screen. Here's here's that. Ah. Uh, and then we're going to go through. Uh, it says that this map is a, uh, this is a map of a typical wedding reception hall and a list of items the quote-unquote bride needs. All right, so we're going to start off with A, which is outside uh, at the bench there. It says, your mission starts in the garden. Normally, it's the place to bag a hot ant, or damaged bridesmaid out for a smoke, but not tonight because the bride needs the gardener's hoe. <laughs> B, continue to the kitchen where the bride needs whipped cream for the caterer. From the caterer. Why? I have no idea. I'm just the messenger. C, on your daughter's wedding day, you want nothing more than to make your little girl's dreams come true. And that's why your next stop is with the proud papa. The bride needs $20. The bride needs $20. <laughs> D, bunny hop slash electric slide slash chicken dance over to the band. For some strange reason, the bride demands they play when a man loves a woman. <coughs> and who are we to judge? It's her day after all. Apparently, Barney, a fan of when a man loves a woman. Would have never thought that one. Yeah. Uh, e. In the lobby, the videographer reloads one of his cameras. The bride desperately needs one of them, and no, uh, and no, popping a few shots with the cheapo camera they've left uh, at each table just won't do. Of course, the videographer will argue he's a professional. This is an expensive camera. He needs the bouquet toss for for his real blah blah blah. 
Sir, the bride has spoken. Do you really want to spoil the happiest day of her life over a camera? I didn't think so. And F, or as on the map, it's the big X. Your mission ends in the coat room with the adorable coat check girl, which I think is hilarious because we never see a coat check in this in these in this episode. But it's obviously not in this episode. It's referencing back to, to the coat check girl that we've seen a, a few times, which I think is great. Uh, says she's feeling vulnerable because she's stuck in a closet during the, this glorious celebration of love. Lucky for her, you're there to comfort her. The band is rocking when a man loves a woman. You have a can of whipped cream, a private oasis, and a camera to document the entire experience. Plus, you have $20 in your pocket and two hoes. You, may, uh, you my friend, are a champion. <laughs> and that is Barney's blog. <laughs> that was a good one. I, I really enjoyed that one quite a bit. I wonder if it annoys Barney then that Ted gets coat check girl and he doesn't. It's a good question, sir. That is a good question. He he never got the, the chance, did he? Nope. But uh, yeah, so that, uh, folks, is uh, season two episode, or season, yeah, season two, episode 21, something <laughs> borrowed. Uh, almost got that uh, confused there. Uh, John, you got anything left for the folks at home? Spade and new to your pets. There you go. Fair enough. Also, once again, happy anniversary to How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, John, since you ain't got anything left, let them know where they can find you. I mean, listen, if you haven't already heard the spiel a thousand <laughs> times, hop on over. Oh, wrong hand. Hop on <laughs> over to here, Twitter. It's simply saying J1. Check out my Twitter. Check out my podcast, blog. Uh, I mean, if you want, you don't have to. Do um, it. Do it. <laughs> but I mean, that's 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 me in a nutshell. Josh, help, help. Uh, You're in a, I'm in a nutshell. How did I get in this nutshell? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R, as well as at Movie Blog Merc. Uh, you can. That's my handle for most of my things: Twitter, Instagram, uh, all kinds of stuff, YouTube. Uh, it's just Merc with Movie Blog on Facebook if you want to find me there. But if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, and uh, click that little bell, wherever the hell it is on the screen right now. So uh, if that's your handle, what's your motto? What's my motto? Uh, yeah. I don't know. What is my motto? I don't know. What's a motto with you? Oh! <laughs> there it is, folks. You got your, your daily dad joke. Enjoy. <laughs> Be sure to follow us at Last Call uh, uh, at McLaren's at Last Call H I M Y M on uh, Twitter on Instagram. We have uh, a Patreon. Patreon. That's our uh, anchor feed as well. So be sure to follow us there. If uh, you're listening on any of those podcast platforms like Anchor, you can leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you guys. And oh, yeah. uh, if you're on Apple or Spotify, you can, uh, if you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it out on uh, air. So be sure to do that. It helps us in the uh, the, al- the algorithm to boost us up in the rankings. Yeah. So more people can listen to the podcast. And we keep on trucking along, folks. You know? Algorithms. That's right. Algorithms. Al Gore's rhythms. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he likes to dance. But uh, again, be sure to check us out on Twitter at last call H I M Y M. I think that's all I got for him. John, what do you got for him? Listen, people, you don't have to go home 
but you can't listen here. All right. Catch you next time.